1: Rabideau's and Lee. We'll get to the big topic, big topic. So Lawton, who there was no mouse in it. We all know Lawton's not that kind of player. Let's just get that out of the way. We, everyone knows that. So anyone that thinks he intentionally did that, you know, come on, come on. He was in a tackle. He was trying to be aggressive. It went horribly wrong. I personally think it was a send off. I just think that those kind of tackles, when you have that much when you're in the tackle and you've got one, two seconds to kind of make and control, like he had 100% control of it. It wasn't the first, like when you hit high someone, you have one millisecond to make that decision. You don't even make a decision. It's all just natural of like where you're assuming their body's gonna be. A tackle like that, there is a lot more, not, you've just got a lot more control as to what the outcome is. And I think that it's very easy to say, well, Cam Murray got straight up and whatever. But the ramifications, if that goes a tiny bit wrong, are so life-altering that we just cannot afford to have those tackles in the game anymore. Unfortunately, so and, I, and to be honest, I don't think it has any like when people say, "Oh, the game's gone soft with that tackle." It's like, what's tough about spear tackling? Yeah, what's
2: well, that's never been tough. That's, that's
1: never yeah. been tough. Like spear, like they, they've got no control. You're spear tackling; they're heading to the ground. Tough is like jamming a bloke so he gets bumped back. Like that's that's tough. Like so, I don't understand the softness bit. Like, well, I'm I'm super I'm super tough. I didn't break my neck. Like what? That makes no and sense. And that's the thing.
2: If Cam Murray would have got seriously injured, is Lawton the toughest guy on the field? All no, he's like, devastated. It's so fucking backwards.
1: Like it's- even Lawton would want the, that yeah. tackle to not be in the game. Yeah. So, I personally think it's, it was worth a send off. What, what did you think, uh, Timmy? Initially,
3: I saw it. Uh, and the second it happened, you sort of said, oh, no, it look bad, and you were thinking, oh, there's probably a send-off coming here. And I was annoyed because I was thinking, not soft or any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I was just like...
1: A big call I send-off. I was a
3: big call, sort of maybe shoulder tip first, and then it's like... Mate, I was just devastated because I knew it was going to ruin the game yep. uh, very early on in the fixture. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I was so looking forward to this clash all yep. week, and then within 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was, I'm like... The bunnies win this game uncomfortably. Uh, You look at it, you watch replays, the the heat of the moment sort of cools and you go, you know, there's a bloke's life on the line here, isn't it? I'm not saying necessarily life or death, but we've seen what the ramifications can be. And as I said, it's not head high shot. It's stuff that can, it's completely accidental, but you can sort of stamp it out as much as possible. There's a bit of control over it and, you know, people take note. So I think they made the right decision. Um, Disappointed. I have a a slight little uh, solution to it potentially, and I'll get your boys' thoughts. Not from me, I won't claim. It was Jimmy Smith, one of the greats from SEN over there. Instead of a send-off, give him the 10 minutes in the bin, replace him with another player from the bench. Lawton can't come back into the game, so Manly are playing with 16 players for the rest of the game. Uh, They're playing a, a player short in terms of their 17 goes, you're impacted massively with the simbin. You like spoke about it the other week, mm. how many teams go on to win games after a simbin, especially early on. It doesn't ruin the rest of the game. Lawton goes on, gets his suspension four or five weeks, wherever it might be. There's still a game of footy on the cards. The fans get a good game of footy. I personally like it. What do you boys reckon?
2: I don't hate it, but... I also like that the punishment was harsh for this, and you, we won't see it again. Yeah, I, I want that's the punishment harsh. Yeah, I want cool. people to be so fucking scared to do that kind of tackle. Yeah. And, and they are generally. You yeah. see players get in this position, they go, oh, yeah. fuck, they yeah. try and sort it out. Lawton, it obviously didn't click for him. Lawton was just going, was going, I'm, I'm going for a big hit. Yeah. I'm, he yeah. just wasn't thinking. And that's, that's the sort that of it, guy yeah. Lawton is. He's all in. He's not yeah. a bad guy. He's yeah. just all in on everything he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, is yeah, a I, five-week suspension not going to scare them enough?
1: No, I don't think so. No. Like, I, I think that it should impact you so dramatically in the game mm-hmm. where it, like, a five-week suspension that hurts him, but the team, like, it doesn't. The team can this. cover it. The team can cover it. They're not feeling the pain. Whereas, yeah. like, when he gets sent off and everyone looks across to each other and says, "We've pretty much lost this game," they can all go, well, "I don't ever, I never want to be responsible for that. Like, exactly. I never yeah. want to be in that position where I've just cost us. You know, I, I hate to say cost us because it's not like he intentionally." you know knew that that was going to happen but i I like i think that in in situations that are a little less cut and dry for me Mm. like there are some people that don't think it was a send-off like i I personally do think it was but for stuff that's a little um not as cut and dry i actually do like that idea where it's like he did something pretty pretty you know not great like honestly if you said we're going to use that system for the lodge situation where he raised his elbow I probably wouldn't mind it. Like, yep. I I, I'm, I was surprised Lodge didn't go for 10, if I'm being honest. Um, I, don't, I don't mind the idea. I, I personally, for this specific scenario, I want it to hurt as much as possible. Yeah. Like, I truly do. For everyone, everyone in that team, because it is just so scary, man. Like, you say it's not life or death, but tell that to someone that's a paraplegic. Yep. Like, you know, are they... It's tough. Like, I just... yeah. I, I and I always know.
2: think credit to rugby union. It's one thing they do well. The penalties are harsh. Yeah. You know they're harsh and you see less and less of it yeah. in the game. Yeah. And and, it, and it, that that specific
1: one, I don't believe the game is lesser to, to get rid yep. of it. Um, whereas, like, if, if you were to say we're only allowed to tackle below there, I would believe... I think, like, you've changed the fabric of the game so much for something that, like, yeah, you're going to get in the head. Everyone knows that. But it's not like killing blokes like you know it's towards you know you might get a concussion you'll recover mostly there may be some little things towards the later parts of your career or life but outside of that it's not going to like fully fuck your life up like you're not not i don't want to say fuck your life up because that's that's rude to people that you know are paraplegic they're they're still fully human and got just as much right to be happy as anyone else it's more protecting people from you know it's it's not a happy thing to to go through uh what do you think maddie I
0: won't lie, when it happened initially, my first reaction was that's not a that's not a send-off. That was my first reaction. Yeah. I've had time to talk to people, listen to people, watch it over, form an opinion that isn't based on emotion and the first thing I see. And I agree. I I think looking back, I think it it, it was definitely a send off because as you're right, like there's just there's no place for a spear tackle in this game. The thing that was kind of annoying me, like online and stuff. And like nothing much gets to me but this this kind of bugs me when people say oh it, sh- it shouldn't be a send off because he there was no in because there's no intent he didn't mean to do it but like really 99.999% of tackle, of like penalties in rugby league aren't intent it's yeah. like accidental foul play is still foul play and he got it wrong even if it was by a couple of millimeters like Jack White for example he was a couple of degrees off getting sent off on on the weekend but he yeah. he got it not right, but he was just, just landed him on his back. So yeah, I think it's definitely a send off, sends a strong message. And like Carl Lawton, he just ran straight off. He didn't, he didn't argue it at all. I, so. I
1: honestly feel a bit sorry for Carl because what he's going to go through now, yep. uh, when we know, look, if you listen to this show and you're thinking about putting shit on Carl in the comments, don't do it, man. You know how devastated this bloke's going to be that he's going to have to deal with people yelling that out for the rest of his career. Um, he's, you know, he's let his teammates down, all that kind of stuff. I'm, and, and We know he's not that kind of player. Like, if there is an honest, true player in this comp, it's Carl Lawton. Like, he's just a battler. He works hard. Um, So, yeah, it's just... It's one of those things where, like, it's so clearly we don't need it in the game. Let's just, like, be fully harsh on it, get rid of it, make everyone scared to do it. The head-high stuff is a little bit different because the... You know, you, you can suffer a concussion and be okay. You know, you can know supple a couple of co- concussions and be okay mm. or even three or four it's when you're getting up to the like eight or nine yeah. and i think that this the systems we're putting in place to protect players from that is getting so much better that it's not going to be have as negative effect as maybe some of the players that have come before uh so yeah look uh, sucks for manly I, I totally get that but it's just one of those tackles that it adds nothing to the game and also it's so dangerous uh and also I want to be really clear, you know, if you are a disabled person, that doesn't make you less of a person or anything like that, you know, at all. you just as much... As, just as, it may be even more important to society that we take care of people that are disabled. It's more just about the process of having that happen to you. Um, it's sad. It's sad if that does yeah. happen. Uh, anyway, uh, on to the game. Manly versus rabbitos 40 to 22. This is going to be a bit hard to talk about because it's not really... I actually think... The Rabbitohs probably should have played a bit better. I thought that they, they should have been way more ruthless to – maybe the, maybe the Seagulls were so heroic that they were just so good, but I, for the Rabbitohs to be behind for a period in that game, I was a bit concerned with the Rabbitohs going, boys, like, this is an opportunity to be ruthless. And I don't think they were that ruthless until the end of the game.
2: And I don't think Souths have ever been a ruthless side. Yeah. Like you, you look at Melbourne, you look at Penrith. You know, you're drowning in the pool. They'll put the hose in your mouth. Mm. South Sydney have never really been that side. Um, it, it is hard. I, I think when I watch teams, it looks like it is hard to play with 12 because you constantly feel like, should be an overlap yeah. here. We should be getting here. Like And Manly, my, my, to their credit, I know South pr- should have won by f- more, but fuck Manly showed up. Mm. They really did lift. Um, considering you know how we've seen other teams play with twelve for a ten-minute period, considering how they played for twelve with a seventy-two-minute period, I thought Manly really had a crack in this game. Mm. Yeah, what do you think, Timmy?
3: Yeah, I, I think when there's a, a send-off in a game, you can a side can almost become just a bit too complacent and go, look, particularly in the eighth minute. Just so then you really shouldn't be losing the game of footy. You probably know you're not going to lose the game of footy, particularly when you're South Sydney, who are a very good footy side, who are ruthless in attack. And you can get complacent and you can go too wide, too early, just expecting those overlaps to happen, those gaps to occur. But, you know, you still have to earn the right, don't you? You They've lost one player. It's not the end of the world with it. Uh, Manly, on the other hand, if they've shown up slow and there's a few players, like, I don't want to beat it out of, you know, whatever they immediately go, shit, we have to turn up here for the next 72 minutes because if we don't, it's going to get ugly very quickly. Yep. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with this game. The Bunnies went, we're going to trounce through them. Manly have lifted for it and the score reflected that, in my yes. opinion. And if you're a Bunnies fan, it's, it, Matty will tell us in a second, but you know, you're you not overly impressed by it, but it's, it's hard to assess a game. Yeah. The win's
1: a win. It just, was such a weird yeah. thing. What do you think, Matty? Yeah,
0: um, pretty frustrating to let in four tries, being thirteen on twelve. Especially the first two. That's what up. I mean. Like
1: they put points on. Yeah. Well, you know? they, they they led ten nil after it. Didn't after right? it
2: was yeah. so it was
0: nil all. The send off was nil all, and, and then it was, for it was the twenty nil.
2: minutes after it was ten nil to Manly.
0: Yeah, um, and I think as well as good as Manly played, like I'm sure Martin To would love the last minute of the first half back because that led that led that offload led to a try like, like, South, yeah. it... it and they were, I don't think they were patient enough either, the, the Rabbitohs. Like, every time they got down there, they'd score. But it, it just seemed like they were, they were
1: trying to, like, go too wide too often yeah. in the middle of the field. That's well, what Timmy said. Yeah, Timmy's absolutely right. Like, that player goes off and you go, oh, yeah. yeah. We, we should spin it. Why wouldn't we spin it? We've got a, yeah. uh, uh, an overlap. Uh, and it just creates a different mindset. So, yeah. yeah. I also
0: love that Cody Walker scored in game 150 and oh, was the man. best player on the
1: field. That, if anyone has a, you know, if you love footy, go and watch Rabideau's, uh little documentary, like not documentary, it's like 10, 10 minutes long and it's Walker talking about the journey to the 150 games. It's great. It's really, really good. It's on Rabido's Instagram. It's really, really cool to see. Um, but yeah, other,
0: other than that for South, like Ilias, Ilias was all right. Um, but yeah, just, I, don't, I, don't, I really didn't, I didn't know how to feel at the end of that game because I was yep. like, fuck. I reckon after watching Brisbane the night before as well, I thought, that's, what, that's why I said, oh, I reckon it's going to be a really good game next yeah.
1: week. It's interesting because like, I think we all had the same reaction to that tackle. Like When I first saw it, I was like, sent to the field, what the fuck? Mm. And it wasn't until I like, like that emotion, took it back and go, oh, you know what? It's probably the right. It was probably the right call. Oh,
2: I think what Tim said is though. That you knew it was in the eighth minute. You knew it was going to fuck the game. That's what, yeah, you knew 100%. You, that Friday night was cactus. All yep. of a sudden, it just doesn't.
1: And know. also, like I was being biased of like, you know, Lawrence's not that kind of player. Yep. Kim Murray got up. Like, there's no damage, no harm, no foul. But then when I like cooled down a bit, I was like, I think even Maddie messaged me probably like ten minutes later. Mm. I was like, nah, fuck that is that is absolutely a send off. Um, Outside of that, uh, yeah, I, I wrote the tips. Uh, Rabbitohs have got to be patient. Uh, Tas, I thought we look. He had a mixed game. Yeah. He, he did some really good things, and you're going fuck. The Rabbitohs have found their centre. Their, their left centre or right centre. Left centre. Left centre. But just the errors, man. He's got us – If you, you, you're playing NRL, you can't have that. You cannot have that in your game, especially if you're not Manu Batavai. Like you, you just you just can't. So, I'm, I hope he learns from that uh, because. I think he showed a ton of potential. Do you give him
2: next, like, is, is Tane suspended for one or two? Yeah, weeks? one. So, so I'll give him another
1: week. Yeah? i give him another, another t- I think he showed enough to go, oh, there might be something here, like and, a long-term. And cleanup.
2: respectfully to Tane, yes, Tas made a couple of mistakes. Tane makes mistakes every week yeah, too. Like, yeah. it's not like they are, uh, I think they're pretty equal at the moment. So it'll be interesting. I, to see I think so out. too. And, but I think
1: that Tane's had, like, quite a few games to, to show himself. Whereas if I'm Rabideaus, I'm going, look, let's see what Tusk can do. Give me another.
0: Also, South's back line, I think, needs a bit of speed. And yeah. Tas is quite quick.
1: They need a game breaker back there. They, they really do. Um, yeah, so so Rabideaus, look, I, I think uh, Ilias is getting better each week. I really do. Um Outside of that, it was it's just a hard game to get a read on because you just don't know, like, were they complacent? Was Manly really good? Did they circle the wagons? Like, you just don't know. But the thing is, they got the win. They scored a bunch of points in the end. Uh, I, th- I think Keon continues to really show, like, he's becoming a top, top tier wide running forward. I think last year you looked at him like, oh, look at this rookie that's having a, a solid, a really good game, maybe every second or third one. This year, he's gone to that next level, like, Oh, this guy is actually affecting game's outcome week in,
2: week out. And we spoke about it at the start of the year. You know, obviously the South Sydney left edge is unbelievable. They were incredible last year. But if you were the left edge second rower, mm. you wouldn't touch the ball for two and a half weeks. Mm. Yeah. You, you were a decoy every single week. Him moving to the right, I think it's been fantastic for him. You can finally see uh, the attacking upside that obviously Brad Fiddler could see last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that
1: even that, when he went into that camp, I was like, mm, I don't know if he's ready yeah. to be in the camp yet. But Freddie just gets it, man. He knows. What, what, what do you think? Anything else about Rabados, Timmy?
3: Uh, not too much. As I said, just such a hard game to line up. There yeah. were moments where I saw Cody Walker, who's had a pretty slow start to the year by his lofty standards, and I was going, he's finding his feet here, Cody. He's coming good. But then he had to sit back and go, 12 blokes. Yeah. Uh, is he uh, He looked better, don't you? He wrong, far better. But I still want to see him. Like there's, he's not where he was last year. He'll yeah. come, but not quite.
1: Yeah, no. I I'd I think... I think, uh, as always, I think that people have been a little bit too harsh on Walker, but I also think that yeah, you're right. He hasn't been as good as he was last year. I think he'll grow into it by the end of the year. I think as well. South, just
0: to finish off, South are probably the hardest team in the comp to get a read on because if there's been eight weeks, the first four weeks they were one from three, one from four, but they lost to the top dogs and everyone was like, oh yeah, they came out of this really well. They played really well, even though they only got the on the one, the one win. Now everyone's kind of saying, oh. A loss against the Tigers, okay against Manly, but they've won three of the last four and lost one by a field goal. So... They're sitting six. They're sitting six. It's it's They're a tough team to get a read and on And
1: I think I said a few weeks ago, they're probably the only team in the comp that you just have to take it week by week. Yeah. Like, you literally just cannot predict. And it was the same thing last year. They got beaten twice by 50. Twice by 50, and they were one pass away from winning a grand final. And I, I think that's just who CSR. Like, yeah, they're well, just going to be yeah, up and they're down. They're one of those teams, they're,
2: they're good when you expect them to be bad. Yeah. You
1: expect them to be good.
2: Yep. They're I average.
1: Mean, like. As you said, we have to remember, they went down to Melbourne and lost by a point against this Melbourne side, who is nearly averaging 50 points a game. Like That's incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, Rabideaux, uh do I wish they would be a bit more ruthless sometimes? Yes, but... Is it in their DNA? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, so anyway, it's before we move yeah. on. Sorry,
3: it's an interesting one with uh, seeing the different coaching styles between Demetrio and Wayne Bennett. Uh, Bennett, the bunnies will often start a bit slower in the season, and because Bennett manages his players throughout the season. We saw yeah. Cam Murray in particular. Jai Arrow playing less minutes early on in the season, getting towards the back end of the comp, builds their minutes, builds their game time, and then they're ready to go peak-come finals when you need to. Demetrius is playing these guys, particularly Cam Murray, bigger minutes uh, early on in the season. Will this take a bit of wear and tear across the end of the season, throw Origin on top of that? Will he choose to rest them later on in the season or, or through the Origin period like Bennett did? I'm sure he will because he'll have learned off the master coach, yeah. but... Um, just very different approaches.
1: Yeah, very different approach. It's going to be very and also like they're in very different parts of their career. Like Demetrio needs wins now. Mm, yep. Whereas Bennett can True. be like, Yeah, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like if I have a bad season, what are you gonna say about it? Demetrio is literally sitting there going, if I have a bad season, like people might start saying I, yep. I don't deserve to be a coach. So it's hard to that's what I don't I don't think coaches get enough credit for like when you say, Well, oh, why didn't you pick this player or why didn't you pick that player? It's like Bro, because my fucking job's on the line. (laughs) Like, like I'm trying to get wins now. And that's actually also why, like, a lot of NFL teams, they separate recruitment from the coach. Because if you're in recruitment, you're recruiting long-term. Well, you should be. You should be fucking recruiting long-term. And about plans, like, building towards something in 10 years' time. Whereas if you're a coach, you're trying to get re-signed pretty much every single year. Like, it... You can get sacked like that as a coach. So your your uh, incentives are totally different. Like this one, they're thinking about building a long-term club. Yes, we may drop some games early on, but we want to win a premiership in four years. This guy's thinking, if I don't win games, I literally lose my job. And I don't think coaches get enough credit for that where they, you know, for example, you could look at Hook and go, fuck, why isn't Hook putting Sloan in? Like he's, And I still think Hook Sloan should be in there, but I understand Hook's uh, desire to be like, look, I need wins now. Like, my... My job was already under pressure. Yes, I extended, but people were saying, I can't believe Hook got extended. So I'm going to put an experienced guy in there that I know, yes, he may not play nine out of 10 like Sloan, but I know for sure he's not going to play like a five out of 10 and drop three balls or whatever. So it is something that coaches don't get that much credit for. Um, We'll we'll try to move everything along, guys. Uh, (laughs) Don't want to be here for seven hours. Uh, Now, on to Manly. Very hard game to judge, but what we can motherfucking judge is Schuster... Oh, was oh. the forgotten man This motherfucker Had so much He is a motherfucker I messaged him I said bro You're a motherfucker I didn't really say that I said you played really well <laughs> um, Mate that, this, They're a different side With him in the side Like I cannot believe How much I did not expect him To come back in And affect the game The way he did He truly affected the game To the point where He was uh, Forcing Rabbitohs To like he had them – not panicked, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. Like, they weren't expecting that kind of ball playing on the edge there. Uh, so what, what did you guys think about – what do you think, Guirino, about Schuster's performance?
2: Mate, they've got halves that have played 500 games, and he was the vocal point on day crazy. one when he returns. It was crazy. It's insane. And you think next week they'll bring Ola back on the right edge, turbo at fullback. Like, this team that they've regressed the most out of any team – they could explode over the next few weeks. Yeah. And, yeah, Schuster, uh, you can tell, like, like match fitness-wise, it's going to take him a few weeks, as it should. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to have the impact that quickly, that was like when um, Felitti Matteo used to be at his best. He's yeah. just holding up three and four guys, and the ball would just pop out from everywhere. Incredibly impressive. And, yeah, credit to him because those two halves, they just zing the ball to him straight yeah. away. The earlier he got it, the better. The better. Just crazy. Incredible. What do you think, Timmy? how good is a ball-playing back rower
3: oh. with, with, with a craft? Because, you know, you have these hard-running line-running back rowers and they'll run block play after block play for them and it's effective. They'll just get early ball to him. And it's, you're going... He'll dummy and go himself. Mm. He'll go inside, he would go outside. he could grub through the line. It's just more exciting to watch as a footy yep. fan, isn't it? Yeah. What Schuster brings to, to a game of footy. Uh, I just can't believe how... It was a hammy injury that kept him out, I'm pretty sure, the first part of the season. Just how nimbly he looked. As you said, he'll get fitter and he'll, he'll trim up and he'll get faster. I'll tell you what, if there's one
1: club that's invested in hammy rehab, yeah. it's mainly <laughs> yeah. motherfucker seals. Those guys probably spend a million dollars a year on hammy rehab. So <laughs> they were like, look, here's Tommy's program, motherfucker. You're going to have golden hamstrings by the end of this. Because if we, we, if we have another guy go for a hammy, we're going to get fucking booked. But, yeah, mate, I totally agree. Mm, exciting. Uh, I do think physically he's probably – a bit underdone. You, you could say, like, uh, I think that he could probably afford to get a little bit fitter, yeah. but that'll come with time. That, that'll that come with as the games go on. What do you think, Matty? Unshameably,
0: South fan. Every time he touched the ball, I was literally shitting myself. And,
1: and that's what I mean with the, like, the panic kind of thing. Like, it, it, if you're looking at it from Rabbitoh's perspective, every time Schuster got the ball, it was yeah. like, oh shit, like, we are. Uh, when we thought we weren't shorter numbers, we're well, shorter numbers. When we thought we had the short ball runner, we didn't have the short ball runner. I kind of felt like he injected himself into the game a bit.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but he just always looked like he was there, there or yeah. thereabouts. He just looked like a, he was a constant threat the whole game. And you've got to remember, he's a ball-playing back roller who was creating space. It was 13 on 12 the whole game. Yeah. He was creating space with a man less on the field. So, yeah, they've, they've missed him. And they've missed him in a big way. And, just, yeah, he's definitely fast becoming one of my f- favourite players.
2: And that's his first game back in a couple of weeks. Mate, on Thursday, he turns 21 crazy it's insanity people don't understand how young this guy is and i remember
1: watching his i didn't i did a highlight reaction and i was just like this guy he was playing six obviously i was like people don't understand how rare it is to find a guy that's about 105 kilos that like i know felidi mateo i I get the comparison but i actually think he's even silkier i think Mm. felidi mateo was very like offload heavy and although schuster is I don't think Feliti had the ability to genuinely square a line up, bomb hit out the back, like all that crazy stuff. But I, I know exactly what you're yeah. saying. He created that space out wide that Feliti did so well. Uh, the problem is, is the Schuster issue is only going to get worse before it gets better if he's playing like that. Manly were, weirdly, would be kind of hoping. Look, can you just go out on the edge and hit some <laughs> fucking hit some <laughs> short just run lines? The line, bro. <laughs> just run the fucking line. Can you stop playing so well out there? Because I think it's uh, pretty clear now that he probably was promised the sixth role. Um, look, it, look I, it, I don't know, but uh, I'd be surprised if it wasn't true that he was it's promised the role. It's a weird thing to make up. Yeah. yeah, very weird thing for this many different reporting. Yeah. Like clearly the manager has gone to the media and put this out there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. they are in a tu- they're in a pickle, they're in a glass cage of emotion right now, because <laughs> god damn it, what do you do in this situation?
2: What do you do? I'd love to see him play thirteen. Fuck. I really would and once put again. Put in the put front row. in the front row. They're already missing a couple of troops up front. I think the next few weeks might be a perfect time to do it. Does he want to play thirteen though? It seems like his heart's set on that six jumper.
1: Because <laughs> like thirteen, you have got to get through fucking forty. Yeah, but what, what
2: are you going to do? Say, say to falls. Like, you're playing the best footy you've played in 10 years. Sorry, the kid wants to play a different... Like, you can't you can't move Foz. It is what it is. You've got to do what's best for the team. Foz is playing really good footy. I I think he could have a great impact at 13. I, man, I wouldn't be surprised if 13 is his better position. Wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. I could see him playing like Isaiah Yeo to a degree. Yeah. With heaps more upside and attack. I, like, just natural... I just... if you It's six.
1: Like, if you want to be a six that's where you want to be, 13 is just so different. You know, like, we have to remember, like, they, they, yes, they are happy to be on the field, they are, they want to play there, but if you've been told, if you resign, Mm. you will be a six, and then all of a sudden, you're fucking making 40 tackles a game, and you've got Cam Murray getting on his hands and knees every, get quick play the balls, two second quick play the balls, and you're back in the pack and get back up to the line speed, whereas out at six, you know, you make... 10 to 15 tackles a game. Mm. It is a big ask of a young guy to go, hang on a sec, we know you pro- we promised you six, but now we need you to go out there and get your absolute ring worked out. What do you think, Timmy?
3: Yeah, I, I think it's another case of, don't fix what ain't broken. Uh, I think he's excellent on the edge. I know we're talking about if he wants to play in the halves and if you're forced to make decisions, but I'm just going, look- Well, for- he was promised to play at six. Yeah, 30, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I'm just going like, mate, we're on a good thing here. We've got a side that with Tommy Turbo back, yourself back, everyone fully on deck, we can compete for a premiership. Mm. We can do it with you at 5'8 anyway. But, mate, you're 21 years old, as you said. Be a part of something special. Let's build towards it as a club. Foz might have a year. He might have two years left in him. Then that job's yours. Again, he's been told this before, so yeah. you ask questions. That's what I mean, very hard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
1: now the trust is broken. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But by the time you turn 22 or 23 and get that jumper... You might have a title or at least a grand final or a good resume behind you. Your money's still going to be there. You're only going to develop as a young footballer. You'll have 10 more years of your career after that. Um, Again, it's up to what Josh Schuster wants though, isn't it? And and then that's what puts the club in a tough position. Hopefully he just says, yep, I'm happy on my edge. Let's do this one or two more years and then I'll make that full-time move into 5 But if
1: you're in Josh Schuster's mind, you're going, okay, let's say we do go really well over the next few years. Foreigner retires in two years. Mm. Uh, that young Fenu comes through, Weeks comes yeah, through, yeah. then they give the jersey to him. Yeah. And and then you'll be turning around, people were be saying, to you idiot. They lied to you the first time and then they lied to <laughs> you, you know, like he'd be an idiot it's, then because yeah. it's like, bro, they, they've already burnt the bridge. Well, they haven't burnt the bridge, but they already told you you'd be six and then you weren't. And then you come around the next time and they're like, hey, can I get that six? You're like, oh, actually, sorry, is the next guy coming through. And you're like, well, Jen. You know, so I understand like, for them to now come back and say, look, trust us, just, just trust us, mate. Let's win a premiership together. And then when Foz retires, we'll give you the six-year-old. I understand his hesitance to go, well, how can I believe you when that's already not come true? But I do agree with you. I do agree yeah, with you. Big be one, patient. though.
3: Um, uh, Guru, you love your juniors. Uh, Finu, if we're looking at the future of the club and going, who are the halves going to be? And is going, he wants to slot in there. With DCE 33 as well twilight of his career granted the way he's playing he could have a bit more left in him um, Finu can he run the show as the organising half allowing Schuster to play as that ball playing 5'8", or are they sort of stepping on each other's
1: toes as 5'8"? It's,
2: it's tough to say. Like he, is, he, he only days. finished playing Harold Matz last year. Yeah. He's young playing SG ball at the moment. And for so. people from Queensland and that, what age? So SG ball is under 19s, so he's actually he's a year younger than that at So the he's 17 right, 17 right now? 17 turning 18, yep. yeah, and playing that comp and doing really well. Uh, but like, the step up to first grade is... But
1: Schuster was playing when he was 18, 19. Yeah, for sure. Know? So yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it, I, I, the thing is I get both sides. Yeah. Like I totally get where the club's coming from. They didn't expect Force to be as good as he was and play as much footy. And I totally get where Josh is. Well, Josh's manager. It isn't Josh that's doing this. Is his manager. And his manager's just doing his job. Um, and, and to be fair, he has every right. Like, I honestly think in the best world, if they have a little bit of cap space, the way they fix this is they go, mate, here's an extra 100 grand a year. Can you just stay on the edge please and do your thing? Let's win a comp. When that comes around again, you'll get first crack at the six roll. I think that's probably the best way to handle the situation. You keep the young kid happy. You're showing like it's almost like sorry money in a sense, like yeah, okay, we probably did the wrong thing while you. Here's an extra 100K. You've probably earned that anyway because we know how important you are to the team. Now, that's very easy for me to say. I don't know what their salary cap looks like. But I do think that may be a little bit of a middle ground that they can find. And some people like might be like, well, that's bullshit. Like, he's just agitated for an upgrade. But it's like, well, no, not really. Like, he was promised something and it didn't come true. Like, mm-hmm. people don't understand. In, in our contract negotiation, verbal agreements are legally binding, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, you can't just say shit and then be like, didn't write it down, motherfucker. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't actually do that. Uh, I, I think it'll be fine. As a, I agree with you, Timmy, and, and you, t- t- guru. Like, he is so incredible. Bide your time, mate. You will get that six jersey. I don't see a young... Like, Fainu may be good, but he hasn't done what you've done in first grade. And you know yep. what? A lot of players haven't done what you've done in first grade. They haven't had Benji Marshall say it's the best half he's ever seen debut against him. Benji Marshall said that when, when he was at six. So if Benji's saying that, just just back yourself. The, the big contract will absolutely come. Stay fit as fuck, train everything, do everything right. And you'll, even if, let's say they do screw you up, I promise you there are 15 other clubs that will pay you seven, 800K easy to come be there. it will be you, six day next year. Yeah, so 16 other clubs, exactly. So, mate, be patient. You're a gun. You played incredible on the weekend. Yeah, still rusty a little bit. Um you know, as and as I said, I can understand where both parties are coming from. Manly, absolutely had no idea. Schuster, you know, he felt like he was promised something. What do you reckon, Matty? You guys have probably covered
0: most covered of it. Him? Like, I, yeah, I just my first initial reaction is it was always why would a club bend over for one player's demand when it's all about the team, blah, blah blah. But the more I think about it, if he was promised, yeah, I can. I hate to fence it, but I, I don't have an opinion. I can see both sides.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I I don't, I don't like to be like. Or you can see both sides, but this is just the reality. Like the information we were working with initially was Foz had struggled to play a full season of footy. That information
2: changed. So their decision changed, which is reasonable. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I think, I feel sorry for Schuster if he was told that it hasn't happened, but from, like, if you would have said to me two years ago that Foreign's not going to miss a game of football in the next Wouldn't day, that's a would laugh, laughed at yeah, you? Absolutely. If you, if you had said to me, Foz is looking like he may have
1: two, three years more left in him. I would have said, you're out of your mind. You're yep. out of your mind. Now, Foz, to me, is like, oh, this is actually the Foz we know and love. I loved
0: when Foran scored on the weekend. Crazy. The first person that was up to him rubbing his head was Schuster.
1: Schuster. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing I, I want to get clear. I know Tom and Eddie spoke about it. They, these where. As footy players or sports or athletes, like you're used to growing up your best mates vying for your position. It's just natural. Like You understand that this guy wants to have your jersey. It doesn't affect your relationship. You've got to look at Harry Grant and Cheese. That's He's a, a perfect example. Like Cheese wants to play nine. They're still best mates. It's just a part of the gig. It's a part of the, the gig. So anyway, Manly fans, I would be super proud of your team. You showed a lot of grit. Play got sent off. Uh, I think uh, Christian... Uh, Tui Pioto, apologies if I got that wrong. Tui Pioto, I think he's been low key, one of the better rookies in the last four or five weeks. Like he's, I think like the attention is on Cooler because he's fast and and all that kind of stuff. But I would argue Tui O2, sorry, uh, has been their best, best rookie at the moment. Cooler defense was outstanding. I really really liked his defense. I love how he chops low, kind of like oh, a very old school. Yeah. Like he gets up fast, chops him to a point where they get chopped so hard they can't actually offload because they get hit so – you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I think that's the thing with Kohler. We all came in with these expectations. He's just fast. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And I think some people are a little bit disappointed by him. But personally, I'm more impressed by the tough shit he's doing. Because we know he's going to do all the good stuff. Yeah, you know you know the upside he's got. There's not many guys that would be able to do what he's done in the last few weeks. Absolutely
1: like. not. To come into a, a position that has historically struggled outside DCE because he does have a tendency to change the way he defends, sometimes up and in, sometimes a slide, I think he's actually helped DCE quite a bit.
2: Especially when you consider on the weekend, Lawton was the guy that was meant to
1: defend next to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I just want to share that. Uh, Tui Pui, Tui Pui Yotu, Tui uh, he Yeah, he's been great. He's been great. 193 metres, six tackle breaks, 71 post contact, a line break, five tackle zero misses. fucking not bad for a it's it's really good for a bloke that not many people are talking about like Mm. really fucking good Uh, anyone else that impressed you guys
2: no for me I think we
3: pretty much covered everyone Timmy yeah no I was only going to touch on Cooler. you boys have just done the job there Um, so some of his touches on the weekend I was getting so excited about Uh, he's going to be something special
1: for sure Uh, again Dylan Walker 132 metres uh, I, know, I think he got injured towards the end there. 132 metres, 38 post contact, 25-0 missed tackles. I thought Ben Travojevic played really well too when he got on. I thought his defence was good. Uh, but outside of that, mainly fans, I would be super proud of the boys. Super proud. Just quickly, I thought really good effort from
0: Lachlan Croker and Jake Travojevic in defence, considering he was 12 or 13. I think together they made 85 tackles. Um, and DC's 40-20, I didn't know this. Cooper Cronk's the second all-time leader in 40-20s with 21. DCE's number one with 33 Shit, he's wow, ahead wow. by 12 <laughs> so crazy far out wow. wow. far out that's that's
1: messy